Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Shalom and welcome to Daily Daf Differently. I'm Michael Bernstein, the rabbi of Congregation Gesher Latora in Alpharetta, Georgia. Today we're looking at Eruvin Kuf 100. The case that occupies our conversation today has to do with trees. And we learn various laws about what domain the roots may be found with those trees. But then we find ourselves up a tree. What happens if we climb a tree? Not on Shabbat, which is a violation, but before Shabbat, but then find that Shabbat has come in and we are still up a tree. May we climb back down in order to avoid continuing the violation of being in a tree on Shabbat, but by performing itself a violation of using the tree to get back down. If this isn't an interesting enough image, what we're treated to is a comparison between this conversation and an earlier Tanaitic argument between none other than Rebbe Yoshua and Rebbe Eliezer. Rebbe Yoshua and Rebbe Eliezer have argued many times before, but it's hard to hear a discussion, as we'll see in a moment, of this kind of nature and not think of their battle royale when they faced off over the Tanur Shalachnai, the special-shaped oven whose purity or impurity caused Rebbe Eliezer to perform miracle after miracle, only to be told by Rebbe Yoshua that one cannot learn from those miracles or even the Batkol, the voice of God, proclaiming the Halakha is like Rebbe Eliezer. What that story tells is how Rebbe Eliezer met his match in Rebbe Yoshua, Rebbe Eliezer, the guardian of the tradition, the bore, the well that never loses a drop, the cistern that never loses a drop, and Rebbe Yoshua, whose motto is every Beit Midrash has to have a chidush, has to have something new. But what they argue about in this case begins just as mundane. It begins with a question about different sacrifices that require certain procedures. Some sacrifices require one splash of blood to the altar on one side, but others four to the two corners of two different sides. And what happens if the blood from one sacrifice that requires one mixes not with a different kind of sacrifice that requires the same kind of treatment, but with one that requires four. What's interesting about this case is that there, we will see, is no easy way out. Rabbi Eliezer says that we should err on the side that he sees as safest by using four splashes. Rabbi Hoshua says that, in fact, we should use one splash. Rabbi Yoshua accuses Rabbi Eliezer of Baltosef, of violating the commandment that says you should not add 
as well as take away from the mitzvot. In this case, adding by taking something that only needed to be sprinkled once, and because it's mixed with something else that needed to be sprinkled four times, sprinkling it extra times. Rabbi Eliezer, on the other hand, accuses Rabbi Yoshua of Baltigra, the second part of the verse, you should not take away, by taking something that requires being spread four times, and in fact, only spreading it once. Now, the back and forth reveals that each of them may believe that Baltosef and Baltigra do not come into this, because they only enter into a case when it's something ba'atzma, something on its own, where you take a mitzvah that's standing on its own and multiply in the case of Baltosef or take away in the case of Baltigra. So saying too many blessings for Birkat Kohanim or adding too many species for Arba Minim, or too few in either case. However, there's an added piece as well, which is why this case was brought. The idea that Rabbi Yoshua can say to Rabbi Eliezer that at least in his position, if it is something like Baal Tigra, because his position causes something that should have been sprinkled four times to be only sprinkled once, at least that's Sheva al He's not actually doing anything, he's refraining from doing it. Whereas Rabbi Eliezer is doing Kumva taking something that should have only been done once, and in the midst of it, doing it four times. And the conversation in the Gemara decides whether or not this is in fact applicable to our case of whether or not when somebody is already up a tree, they can be Shev like they would think Rabbi Yoshua should say, staying in the tree and continuing to violate Shabbat, or standing up and being Kumva'ase, getting down from the tree, ending the first violation by committing another one, but being done with the whole thing. What I find fascinating here, though, is that we might have thought, just taken in a, a vacuum, that the halakha, that would always err towards doing more. For instance, if we have a question about different standards of kashrut, we're used to saying, well, nothing's lost if we go to the more from standard, if we go to the standard that is stricter, or if we have different standards of Shabbat. For instance, I believe that Shabbat comes in or goes out 42 minutes after candle lighting, and you hold 72 minutes. Well, I'll go by you, because if we're doing things together, I would not be losing anything if I go an extra half hour of Shabbat, whereas you who have the stricter position might be losing something a half hour early. But here we have a situation where Rebbe Eliezer's position, that you should of course do the extra, is met with the argument, that's Baal Tosef. You have added to the requirement. And yes, we also hear the position that Rebbe Yoshua wants to hold one sprinkle is enough, is Baal Tigra. But they're put on equal footing here. The only difference being, in fact, that Rabbi Yoshua has an extra argument, the Sheva Altase, don't do anything extra. This is an interesting perspective that I think we lose sight of, that the possibility that if we do something too much, well, we're not going to lose anything because at least we've satisfied the person who's stricter, may not always be the case. 
it's not so easy to apply those categories, and we can't just take them out of context and say that waiting another half hour for Shabbat is baltosef. That's not how we rule it. But the attitude is important. And going back to the image of Tanor Shalachnai, that very often used story that tells us, lo he, that ultimately the law is in our hands, how exactly we use that story is also up to us. Because it's Rebbe Eliezer in that case, who here wants to hold that it's okay to add the extra, who in other cases would say nothing extra should be added, for he is, after all, the cistern that never loses the drop. And it's Rebbe Yehoshua who here says, don't add too much, who says that every Beit Midrash has to have a chidush, which means there has to be an innovation. So adding isn't always stricter, and taking away isn't always more lenient. It's just important to know that both of them are possibilities when we're faced with the tension between two different approaches to the halacha. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epichorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.